The Favorites Podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. I bet with FanDuel because they're safe and secure. They offer great odds and markets across the NBA, NHL, and more. And because it's fun to combine multiple bets into same-game parlays. So if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code FAVORITES so they know I sent you. You must be 21 and over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Louisiana. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-800-GAMBLER, or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, 1-888-789-7777, or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Noman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network, coming to you from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Action Network has a big, big presence at the draft this year because the draft, the NFL draft has become a really fun betting event. I'm not going to say it's a massive betting event, but like everything else with the NFL, it does tend to dominate and it has become a big event for fans. It's become a big event for new betters. You know, the way the league has taken the draft on the road the past few years, they've done it in Chicago. They've done it in Nashville. This year they're doing it in Vegas. Um, Obviously when you do anything in Vegas, it's going to be tied to betting. The betting markets for this year's draft have been insane We tonight, Wednesday night, Action Network, we are having a really big event welcoming fans and other um, attendees to uh, something we're doing at Stadium Swim at Circa. We're really excited about it. I'm going to be there. Chris Long is going to be there. Dan Ravel, Samantha Pavidi from the Action Network. It's going to be a blast. My co-host, my BFF, my companion, my compadre, Simon Hunter, is not going to be here. Here's the thing, Simon. Yeah. You know, you decided not to come because you were in Vegas last week. I'm a generation older than you. I'm tired. I'm on the back half of my life. I was in San Francisco until late Sunday night, flew back to Connecticut, was Connecticut Monday, turned around, got on a plane, came out here for the event late Tuesday night. That's how I roll, Simon. I look at it the other way where I cost the Action Network zero dollars other than a paycheck. Have I charged you guys for driving up to New York doing that stupid photo shoot with you? No, didn't expense it. I ate the charge, ate the hotel bill because I'm a gentleman. I was in Vegas. Uh, you guys had offered to fly me to Vegas, even though I was already there and put me up in a hotel for two nights. But um, yeah, at the time you weren't going, there was no Chris Long, which you have to tell Chris Long this fun fact. I am from the same hometown as his girlfriend. And his his wife's name's last name used to be O'Malley. Nice to chill with her brother, Joe O'Malley. And it is really weird. Anytime I think back to this kid I used to smoke like blunts with is now chilling with Chris Long all the time. Um, it's just a really small world. Like Chris Long ended up meeting his wife at college, 
which is a girl I went to high school with, Megan O'Malley. Well, listen, I will, uh, I'll be sure to tell him all these things. Joe uh, O'Malley. That's how I, he would know. I really know. Joe O'Malley. Who's Joe O'Malley again? That's her brother. Her brother. You're yeah. friends with her brother, Joe O'Malley. Yeah, he was like all American in baseball. He's a legend. Got it. All right. <laughs> so. But yeah, sorry, Chad. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in Vegas. I wish I was there. I mean, it'd be a good time. But yeah, I literally, I went to Vegas Knights game Sunday night and then flew out Monday morning. Um, but if you are in Vegas, sorry to cut you off one more time. You have until 5 p.m. Vegas time, so 8 p.m. Eastern, to make any draft bet until all the sports books take all the lines down. It's just because Vegas is hoping the draft. So again, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. That's the last time you can make bets today in Las Vegas. Well, look, let's talk about it, right? Because this has been a crazy week. It's similar to what it was last year. Heading into the draft, there was a lot of movement in that number three spot and lines were going crazy. All of a sudden this week, um, Trayvon Walker from Georgia, the defensive lineman, is projected to go number one. And Aiden Hutchinson now projected to go number two. And I know that I saw you put in the Action Network app tracking your picks. You put in another Aiden Hutchinson plus money pick to go number one. Um, What's your thinking? What's your logic on that particularly? And then I have a follow-up question for you. Yeah, should have kept waiting. I thought it was just a reaction to Peter King's mock draft because, again, he puts it out either Sunday, like at like 11 p.m. or 12 p.m. Eastern, or and now we're, he puts it on Monday morning at like 6 a.m. And then you just saw this line split because he had Walker at number one position from, I think he might have been the second pick or third pick to be in the number one pick over Aiden Hutchinson. And you know how I've, I, I'm wired, Chad. I just try to fade the media because I just think a lot of these guys, not that they're throwing shit against the one hoping it sticks, but it's like no one really knows. And people like me who... My job is to find good sources and we pay a lot of money for these moles and these sources and in these different teams. And the reason I doubled down on Aiden, I'm still buying. I mean, it's going to be scary when he's not the one to go, but um, basically the guy we have on the inside says the owner of the Jaguars is the one that wants to take Aiden and the GM is the one that does not. Um, I mean, how often have we heard of this scenario and usually the owner wins out. So Interesting that I think people are going off all these mock drafts because all the mocks I looked at just before we hopped on here online, again, a quick glance through a couple, I'd say seven to eight big media companies. Most of the guys now have Walker at number one. Uh, very few still have Aiden left there at number two. So it is interesting. Um, definitely definitely going to be hurt to get burned on the first pick, but that's, that's how it goes. And luckily, I'm not overly invested in it. Um, I have been betting Aiden, but it's nothing close to what we what we did last year with Mac Jones and that. Cause that was, again, I was able to bet that for over a month beforehand. If I'm trying to get a lot of money down today, most books limit you to 300, 500 bucks today. So it's not like you can get really big money down anyway. Yeah. It's become really interesting. The whole Aiden Hutchinson has, has bounced around. We had this great tweet yesterday, a graphic that we put out where we went back to mock drafts from the summer of 21 and it was Spencer Rattler as like the shortest odds to be taken number one overall. And then like Aiden Hutchinson has been up there three or four times as the shortest odds to be taken number one overall. And now all of a sudden we're 48 hours from the draft and Trayvon Walker is getting all the attention and now is minus money to go number one overall. That's what makes betting on the draft so interesting. That's why it's become such a big deal. 
is because fans can engage on this entirely based on speculation and reporting and what they're seeing in mocks. And there's no analysis that can be done about what's actually like when you bet a game in the NFL, you can analyze things on the field. Here, there's nothing to analyze. No, it's, it's all, all hearsay. Yeah, it's all, all hearsay. hearsay. Yeah. I mean, uh, one pro said it best. He said this year draft, it's like someone gave you a puzzle to do and all the pieces are the same color. And they go, put that together. That's what this draft is like. It's like, you know, what the pieces, you know, where they should kind of go. We have no idea what order it's going to go in because, again, we've, we're going to talk about this upcoming episode. If one of these teams, like if, if Detroit goes crazy and takes Malik with that second pick, that would throw this whole draft into a tailspin because no one no one has mocked that where the quarterback's going in the top five. So to me, there's, there's a lot of open room for chaos in this draft because, again, the Walker News came out on Monday. There hasn't really been a set top five. You can go through all these people's different mocks. Everyone has a different mock compared to last year. Sure, the Mac Jones thing was wrong, but most people had Pitts going four, and you know they had the one and two and Zach Wilson and uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I love this year with the chaos. It just feels like there's so much unknown this year. It could be a really fun draft. It is amazing. You're not wrong. Like I'm looking at right now. I've just got CBS Sports up, and Pete Prisco, who I've known for years and I like, he's got Evan Neal, Eden Hutchinson. Kayvon Thibodeau, Ikem Aquanu at top four, and then Charles Cross. If you look at the guy next to him, Josh Edwards, Trayvon Walker, Hutchinson, Aquanu, Thibodeau, Evan Neal. <laughs> and then the guy next to him, Trayvon Aiden, Kayvon, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, this is Chris Tupasso. Trayvon Aiden, Thibodeau, Kyle Hamilton, Evan Neal. And then... Another guy, Ryan Wilson, Aquamu, Hutchinson, Neil, Thibodeau, Ahmad Gardner. And by the way, a lot of these guys have Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis in the top 10, both of them. Yeah. It's, it's all chaos. And that's what I mean. It's like when I saw FanDuel is offering, our lovely sponsor FanDuel is offering draft same game parlays, which means you can parlay this guy to be a top three pick and this guy to be a top 10 pick. I was like, holy crap, they're going to make so much money because people are going to be like, oh, well, look at all these mocks have the same couple of guys in this top five here. Where they'll go to, if they go to a different website, it could be completely different. So exactly what you're just saying, Chad. It's, it's going to be, to me, just such mayhem because some people have two quarterbacks going in the top 10. Some guys don't have quarterbacks going until pick 20. So it's like, I just don't think anyone really knows what's about to happen. And I love it. It's Yeah, there, I mean, it's full chaos, which is fantastic is what makes the draft so much fun. It's funny that you mentioned the single game parlays because we talk all the time about the difference between professional betters, sharp betters, and novice betters, square betters. And now with so many more states coming online, you know, net new betters for lack of a better term. The single game parlays, the first basket props, the who will score the first basket and who what the first basket will be, the no run first inning props. I know we're sort of tangent tangenting here, yeah. But those have become so big, like those markets are so massive, and places like FanDuel, like they're the ones setting the tone for that. They they've completely sort of unlocked something incredibly powerful. Yeah, it's it's going to come back around though. Like we're 
again, like we talk all the time, it's just the early days of the sports gambling stuff. And like, again, I'm not the biggest social media guy, but I see that there's people that this is what they do. They put these same game parlays. They hit one once a blue moon, but they built a following that way where it's like, oh my God, look at this guy turn a thousand bucks into a hundred thousand bucks. And it's like, yeah, there's a reason they're letting these guys do these kind of bets. It's like, if I was a sports book, I will let anyone in the world do as many same game parlays as they want to do. It's just, you know, the math chat, every time you add a game to your bet, your odds decrease by a lot. It's like every time it drops a percentage, you're devaluing your own money. So yeah, I do parlays though. Like I'm not a robot. If I go to a sports book, I might bet, say, 30K in a handful of games. I'll do a $100 16-game parlay, $100. Like, that's one, like, thousandth of what I've just bet because it doesn't matter to me to lose that 100. So when people do these parlays, I'm like, yeah, if you're doing five bucks, $2, go ahead, do these crazy parlays. But once you start betting the same amount, if you're betting 100 bucks on a straight bet and then you're betting 100 bucks on a five-team or 16-parlay, you are the reason Vegas is what it is. Like you're the reason they have all the lights on. So I try to tell people, people don't care. Like I see it all the time. Like the thing I hate, and I don't want to hate it because I, I get it. It is entertainment is when people are like sports betting is supposed to be fun. It's entertainment. Like no one's going to win money doing it. And it's like, that is the most untrue statement you can make. Sports betting is just discipline. So I, I just don't think like the, right now, the information age, it's just terrible info getting out there. Again, this is a tangent, but it's like, we're just in such an early age that I'm again, I'm not going to call people out and do that kind of stuff. Cause eventually the cream always rises to the top. Eventually these people will stop following these people that are like giving out five game parlays every day and doing crazy stuff like that, where it's like, if you can be disciplined and have a method to your madness, it's a very profitable business to be a sports better. But if you're looking at, like we talk all the time, if you're looking to get rich quick, this just ain't for you. It's like the stock market. No one, no one's getting rich quick. So I, I try to tell people that, but people don't want to hear it. They just want to be betting their same game parlays, which again, I do it. It's just at a very small amount. There are some interesting, I don't know what markets, if these are markets that are available but from a parlay point of view, three defensive linemen in the top five, because it could be Trayvon Walker, Yep. Could be Aiden Hutchinson. It could be Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. Could also be Charles Cross. Um, it could entirely be like an all lineman top five because it could be Evan Neal, Thibodeau, Aquanu, Aiden Hutchinson, and Trayvon Walker. Yeah. But like, again, when I'm thinking of if you want to bet like chaos stuff, you, you kind of want to bet stuff at plus numbers. So, like, for me, I would do it just because if it's a plus number, that's pretty good value. Um, the same game parlay stuff's crazy where say I do have a big position right now on Aiden. You can do Walker being the first pick overall and take Willis to be the first quarterback taken. You can parlay that together. You can get plus 200 on that. So that's one of those where if I need to buy it on my position of Aiden, I can take Aiden right now plus 300. If I want to hedge it, take, take plus 200 because we all think it is going to be Willis, the first quarterback with Walker being the first pick. So that's what, to me, these same game parlays, you can use it as an advantage. You just have to be suave. So I'm um, I, I'm like interested looking at that right now. Like I just put up the FanDuel thing. You can pretty much do anything you can really think of. Like they have a lot of options right now with FanDuel for same game parlay. I don't know about other websites. They don't sponsor us. But just looking at FanDuel right now, they have a decent amount of options here in New Jersey. So if, if you're into this kind of stuff, people, again, it is fun to do. Just please do it at a much smaller amount. Listen. 
you know I love you to death. But I don't know what the fuck you just said. Suave? What the hell does suave mean? <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Like smart? You got to be smart about it? I meant like savvy. I, I, I believe savvy. I meant savvy. You, meant, you were like, I think you were combining like suave <laughs> and savvy together. Yeah, that was a brain fart. You just, you made up a brand new word. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Hoops fans, don't just watch all the NBA playoff action. Be a part of it with FanDuel, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, all new customers get a risk-free first bet up to $1,000. Just place any bet on the NBA playoffs, and if you don't win, you'll get up to 1000 bucks back in site credit. I love betting with FanDuel because they have a safe, easy-to-use app and the best variety of betting options anywhere. And if you know anything about me, you know I love my local boys, the Milwaukee Bucks, to win it all this season. Bucks and six, baby. So download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, today using promo code FAVORITES and place your risk-free first bet for a chance to take home a W on basketball's biggest stage. Remember to use promo code FAVORITES for this amazing offer. Must be 21 or over and present in select states only. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342-1888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789-1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. If you were betting right now, let's say you could bet right now, are you betting Evan Neal or Ikem Aquanu to be the first lineman drafted, offensive lineman? So a lot of stuff has come out about Evan Neal not passing the physical or apparently a red flag had popped during his um, combine physical. I don't know. When you hear that stuff, the week of the draft from a multiple sources, new, news media outlets, you have to kind of pay attention to that stuff. So I really did like him because he's just, to me, the most guaranteed to be the best, you know, NFL offensive lineman. He's just very consistent. But yeah, Kwanu, he's a freak and he's huge. So to me, he's got no, no real questions. That, the, whole, the whole difference was he just wasn't as polished. I honestly like that value now of taking him to be the first lineman taken. Aquanu first lineman taken. So then it gets interesting. Aiden Hutchinson, because I want to I want to go through like the offensive lineman, first lineman taken, defensive lineman, first lineman taken, quarterback taken, and then um cornerback, defensive back. I, I would say cornerback, because I think Kyle Hamilton will be the first probably defensive back taken overall. But those are four I don't know incredibly about that. important. You don't think, all right, well, let's talk about it. So we think Aquanu is going to be the first lineman taken. You're putting your money down. Aiden Hutchinson, Trayvon Walker, first defensive lineman taken. I, again, I still believe in Aiden just because I just see him as a guy that could come in this year and have eight sacks and 
15 tackle for losses. You just, he is what he is and he's going to keep getting better. He's again, he's a Bosa brother. He's just this really stud athletic guy where Walker is upsides higher. Cause he's a freak athlete. Like he is like, again, Aiden's just as much as a freak athlete. Just this guy Walker has more room to grow. But when you throw in the college tape again, it's like Walker was an end of a first round pick coming in. Like just two months ago, guys were mocking him like that. He had a pretty good draft combine. I get that, but it's like, I, I just think it would be a bad pick for the Jaguars. It's too much risk for a pick they need to nail. With Aiden, it's just a guarantee of what he's going to be. It's like, this guy's guaranteed to make five Pro Bowls in his career. Can he be a Hall of Famer? Maybe, but I do think he's a guaranteed Pro Bowler. Um, yeah, for the chaos, like you just said, that the cornerback thing, to me, that's where the whole wrinkle can start beginning because there's just so much unknown right now with Houston at their pick. Like, I literally saw a couple of weeks people had sauce there for the first cornerback taking a third pick overall. Then you've seen him drop out, and it's like all of a sudden it's Derek uh, Stingletary. Am I saying that wrong? Um, Stingley. It's Derek Stingley. His, like, dad is one of the most famous stories in NFL history. From what year? 1970-something. Yeah, I was busy not being existed. Um, <laughs> he, he's, he's jumping up there. People love this kid out of LSU, so. I you see know, him as high as number three in some mocks. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's just chaos. That's why it's like, again, I want to come on here and tell people to bet all this crazy stuff. And it's like, we had Scott um, Smith on yesterday and he had some really smart, safe bets, which I, I have now given out to my own people because I just thought it was really smart play, which was right now, a lot of books have four and a half for the over under for cornerbacks. That's a great bet right now. I bet that over. Like we, we're, I'm looking at a bunch of different mocks right now of three cornerbacks in the top 12, top 15 picks. That means you only need two more drafted um, yeah. the next 17 picks. It's like, it, they're just, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for something where there's a lot of consistency in these mock drafts. Again, I'm not, I'm telling you to fade all these mocks, but I'm saying Chad just went through it. These, all these mocks are so different. This top 10, it, there's just a lot of room for variance where it's like, I, as much as I would love to tell people that, yeah, there won't be a top 10 quarterback. So Chad can dance on my grave and be like, I told you there wasn't gonna be a top 10 quarterback. The math pours out where it's like the Saints have two draft picks. They kind of need a quarterback. Atlanta has talked about pre-draft that they want a quarterback because they don't have one right now. And the Seahawks, I don't know what they're doing. I, I still think they're one of those teams waiting on Baker to get released. But the Seahawks, Drew Locke is not going to be their quarterback this year. I just can't see it. So there are teams, and Carolina as well, there are teams in this top 10 that need quarterbacks. It's just interesting where so many people have mocked no quarterbacks in the top 10, and you have guys that are mocking two quarterbacks in the top 10. So. I've been betting on that where it's like Malik right now is over under. I think it's 11 and a half on FanDuel. I've been betting the under at a plus number for him to be in the top 10. So I, I like the value on those kind of bets. The You mentioned the cornerbacks. Uh, everyone's talking about Derek Stingley, Ahmad Gardner, um, Trent McDuffie. And then uh, the two guys that if you're betting the over three and a half, you're kind of betting on Andrew Booth from Clemson and Kyle Gordon from Washington as being the guys who might sneak into the probably the last seven, eight, nine picks of the first round. Um, but if you were to make a bet on who would be the first one taken, do you think it's Stingley or do you think it's Gardner, given the way the trends have been going? I, honestly, I think it's going to be Sauce Gardner. I, like I had him go into the Jets because um, I do have I do have Houston having one of these offensive linemen drop them. I don't know if it's going to be Neil or, or Kunwa, but 
Um, again, I'm lower. That's the, my whole issue here is I'm, I'm lower on Walker. I had, lo- I had Walker in my top 10. I just didn't have him being a top three pick. So, yeah, it's, if, if Walker drops, there's just a lot of guys that are going to get bumped up here, and the cornerback's one of them. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about Kyle Hamilton because he's our coworker. We love him. We love the Volume Network. <laughs> um, I have to bet his over right now. I think they have it set at 11.5 or 10.5 at FanDuel. Safety is it is a it is a key position for sure, but we've just seen the way the NFL is. It's like, is it one of the top five most important positions to a team? I don't know. We can go through where it's like quarterback, offensive lineman, D line, wide receiver. I mean, we've seen they begin paid the highest right behind quarterbacks this offseason. And it's like it's just hard for me to make a safety a top 10 pick where that's not that's not how you change your team, really. We you know what we have too few of examples of a team drafting a safety and that changed their whole makeup. So I love Kyle. I think he's gonna be an incredible professional. Um I just I can't see him going top 10. So that's one of those where I'm down on that. But again, shout out to our guy Scott Smith. He said he loves the over one and a half safeties taken in the first round. I think it's up to minus 300 at FanDuel. That's a lot of juice, but like he talked about, there's two different safeties that might get in at the very end of that first round. So that's pretty good value if you think three safeties might be going in the first round, the over-under setting at one and a half. All right, so I want to summarize here because I do want people to be able to go listen to this and make some moves since the windows are closing. Yeah. Uh, over one and a half safety in the first round, over four and a half cornerbacks taken yeah. in the first Most round. Most five or six, so that's good value. And then, you know, if you can get a... Uh, there's a couple single game parlays. What was the one you mentioned? Trayvon Walker and Malik Willis. Yeah. So Trayvon Walker to be the first pick and then Malik Willis to be the first quarterback taken. I believe it, it last night was like plus two twenty. Um, it might be down a little bit just because Walker's odds just keep going up. Like right before we hopped on his odds have gone up even more. So um, again, these lines are going to be moving like crazy. That's why I, I can't wait for tomorrow morning because that's when you kind of really know what the deal is. Again, there's always a curveball, but, Usually when you wake up and the Vegas guys have kind of done their business and they've had their runners around the country make bets for them, they usually know Thursday morning what the real deal is. Again, we did a show last year. I had breaking news, like, what was that, 11 a.m.? So Yeah, yes. It's it's a lot of chaos draft day, and that's why, again, we just talked about the sports books in Vegas. They're just not going to risk it. They're just taking their lines down. All right. We have done a lot of draft coverage on this podcast, a lot of draft betting coverage, because it's becoming a thing. It just is. There's too many markets to ignore. There's too much uh, variance at the top of the draft board. Too many people with too many opinions that people can listen to and try to make (laughs) some money off of. Uh, I would say exercise caution. I would say do it for fun. Um, Do not do it for profit. Do it to give you a little bit of a rooting interest Thursday night. Um, I think that's all I have to say about this one, Simon. Well, I got to ask you before we go, what do you think about your boy Robert Quinn might be getting traded? What do you have? 18 and a half sacks last year. And you guys are trying to get a first round pick for him. That makes you yeah. feel kind of good, right? Because the Bears have what pick 60 something right now. Yeah, I think we got to get into the first round. Um, and I think with with linemen, like it with defensive, with edge rushers, it goes fast. And yeah. I think that, you know, you can get 18 sacks and and have that record breaking year. And the next year you're getting eight. And we saw it with Cleo <laughs> Mack, right? And so yeah. I'm glad they got rid of Cleo Mack. I'm fine if they get rid of Robert Quinn. The truth is, if we all believe that Justin Fields is a dynamic offensive presence, then we have to do everything we can to protect him and get him weapons. And as much as we as Chicago fans love, love, love 
the idea that we have a dominant defense and that nothing is better than Bears defense in December, we can't waste Justin Fields. And so trade everything you can to get the assets you need on the offensive side of the ball. That's what I think. Yeah, even if it's assets for next year, just because it's your GM left you guys in such a bad hole. Like the new GM that's coming in, not that you have to do a, a total teardown, but I think he is looking at where it's like, okay, Rogers just read up with Green Bay. They have at minimum another two years of be doing Roger stuff, like still being dominant. I only trade Robert just because it's like, like you just said, next year he could not do what he did this year. Like he might have 10 sacks, which is a great season, but selling a guy after 18 and a half sacks, that's that's the move when you're a team that's not really doing anything next year. So I I hope what I've read is true and that they're moving to try to get in the first round because again, they're just going to be wasting years here of Justin Fields. And it's like you can't yep. do that when you have a rookie contract. You got three years left, right? And that's then you got to roll. <laughs> All right, Simon, it's time to wrap it up. Get Tour. back to Vegas. Get back to Vegas. For Simon Hunter, I am Chad Millman. This has been the Favorites Podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. Uh, download it from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, give us five stars, say whatever you want. Feedback is a gift. Until next time, love you. Love you.